shut up and sit down. Hey Siri, what is an expert? As a noun, it means a person who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge of or skill in a particular area. <laughs> okay, that's clearly not us. But we're not idiots either. Hmm. Arguable. <laughs> okay, fair. How about not complete idiots? We're a couple of guys who have been friends for 25 years who happen to disagree on a lot of things. This is our podcast, where we try to make sense of those things and try to understand the other's perspective. These are our inexpert opinions. Shut up and sit down. <laughs> are we Mike recording? Got her oh, this are time. we doing this? Are we doing this? Mike got the clap. Oh, got the clap. Not literally. Welcome back to Inexpert Opinions, folks. This is episode 23 on this 24th day of March, 2021. Episode 23. Four more days until I'm 38. How do you feel about it? Um, I'm not liking it. Are you getting worried? Um, I'm starting to, I think I, I know that's the problem. It's not so much 38. It's the fact that I'm only two years away from 40. That bothers me. Dude, I was thinking about this. I saw my mom this few days ago, but for one, for whatever reason, a few nights ago, I was laying in bed and I was thinking about, I had a hernia surgery when I was 18 years old. One of the funniest days of my life. (laughs) (laughs) And I was thinking like, uh, for whatever reason, you know how like the passage of time just never like for whatever, for, for me, it just doesn't seem like it's been so long. And then I thought it's like, that was 19 years ago that I got that surgery. That's yeah. fucking insane to me. <clears throat> like before I put the math to it, I'm like, oh yeah, that was like 10 years ago or something. Right. Yeah. It's fucking Do you weird. remember sitting on Elena's floor in those rocker chairs and, <laughs> <laughs> and playing fucking NCAA football on Xbox and that stupid orange guy catching it with his mouth? <laughs> yes, dude. I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to die uh, and I couldn't help uh, but not because every, because we were laugh. laughing hysterically and it hurt so bad. I felt like my stitches were ripping out. It was so funny. Don't make uh, me laugh. Don't funny. make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> just keep replaying yeah, the fun. orange guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? What? Who is the orange guy? The Syracuse. What is that mascot? Syracuse, Syracuse orangeman. Yeah. God, I don't know funny. why either of us were playing with Syracuse. Probably because one of us was too good. Likely me, because I played that game uncontrollably. Yeah. During that time, period. I like would. Yeah, I vaguely remember you having to like pick a shit team so it would even be worth worthwhile me playing. God, that's when video games were fun and they didn't require. A master's degree in astrophysics. Physiology? Astrophysiology. Astrophysiology. I'm super out of it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yep. 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 That's it. All right, folks. This has been real. (laughs) Episode 23 in the books. I'm getting out of here. Check you later. All right. What, so what do we got? We got some stuff to talk about. There's some stuff going on. 38. We have, we have, yes, 38, but we fine. cannot talk about that. That's fine. Um, we can talk about the fact that there was a, the second shooting in two weeks. Seventh. A week. Seventh in seven days. Are you fucking serious? No. Nope. Jesus Christ. I only know about the two. That's because those are, only, those are like the two big ones, but I'm pretty sure I saw that there have been seven 
Seven mass shootings in seven back-to-back days. Jesus Christ. My God. But dude, this, uh, so I had one kind of close to home and then you had one kind of close to home, huh? Pretty close to home. <clears throat> God, like the shit in my lungs. Yes. Tuesday, <laughs> March 16th, Atlanta, Georgia, eight people. Wednesday, March 17th, Stockton, California, five people who are preparing a vigil. March 18, Gresham, Oregon, March 20, Houston, five more March 20, Dallas, eight more. Philly on March 20, uh, March 21st. Um, That was technically March 20th, 21st. So I guess it's not seven back to back days. And then, uh, well, I guess depending on how you count it. Well, if you want to say seven in seven days, I mean. Um, One was killed. Five were injured at an illegal party. 150 people that fled. And then march 22nd in boulder but we made it through the 23rd without one so things are looking up folks <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's no that's seriously though up. um i uh i i i have been <clears throat> a bad a bad person and kind of glommed on to the uh outrage that is focusing on the wrong shit and so I personally would like to take this time to apologize for being a, a prick on Instagram and not, uh, <laughs> not, apologizing to, not apologizing to family members and things of the people that are obviously going through some tough shit and instead turning and focusing on the up other less important things. So what? So fill me in. I have not been paying oh, attention to Instagram just, for a while. There's all the people that glom on to the, you know, uh, the, the, banning assault rifles argument and, 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 you know, getting rid of, get a, getting rid of guns and things. And then there's all the people that are pro guns. And, um, I get lost in the mix of all of it and I continually lash out at both sides. And, and, and yeah, I think it's just, it's so fucking a stupid because it's not going to solve the problem, but B more importantly. And that's what I think anyway. Uh, yeah, just kind of disingenuous and, and, um, what's the word again, I'm very foggy. Um, yeah, inconsiderate maybe is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. So you don't think that you you don't think that there's, this is a tough question to answer. I don't mean to like, like lull you into a trap. That's what I'm trying to do. Like, lull lull me. Like, what is like, if, if some version of like additional gun legislation is enacted, do you believe that? could help or not. I mean, we can pretty much strike off the fucking discussion of like this idea of banning firearms completely. I think that's absolutely asinine. It'll never happen anyway. Um, but what are your thoughts there? I mean, do you think that any type of like ban on, you know, high capacity, like magazines or semi-automatic rifles or anything like that would matter? No, because I was reading through statistics last night and they account for about 1% of the overall deaths, not even, not even shooting deaths in America. So, um, so no, I don't think that that's going to, it might put a stop on these 55 person Las Vegas massacres, massacres, but I'm, 
I, I don't, I, I, that's a huge mite on my side. That's a huge mite. I'm a very, very, very big believer in the method is not what carries this thing out. I, I think that these people are whacked out enough in the head for whatever reason. They're angry enough for whatever reason. You've got the guy in Connecticut a few years back or Vermont, wherever it was that drove the truck or the van through the crowd of people and ended up killing like 12 people. They're mm-hmm. going to do it however the fuck they want to do it. The gun, the means, it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You could argue that maybe it makes it a little bit easier, but yeah, we've seen what the war on drugs has done. We've seen what banning drugs has done. We've seen what prohibition did. When you take things away from people completely, it does not stop the situation. It actually, mm-hmm. in most cases, makes it worse because prohibition is exactly what that does. People don't like being, which is why Americans don't like being told you have to wear a fucking mask. I mean, right. look at what that's done. You think you think pulling the guns out of America is going to be is the answer? We, we can't get people to wear a mask because they don't like being told what to do. Yeah, it's just it's not going to it's not. I think it's, so a, it's a very, it's a societal very problem, not a not a like a legislation law issue, you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so is it wrong of me? Like so you say that and this is I was actually having oddly enough having this conversation with my mom prior to us jumping on this thing. But. um, It's like it's hard because it's a blank. I'm going to make a very, very, very probably um, emotionless blanket statement here but it's kind of like i'm in the mindset of or not even in the mindset but it's kind of like i love to make things black and white and i know that this is not necessarily a black and white situation but it's like we have to do one of two things i'm so tired of fucking people like this happening and then the gun debate comes up and it lasts for a week and then we forget about it because something else draws our attention and then it happens again and something else, you know, whatever it's, it's, it's cyclical. Mm-hmm. And then nothing ever gets changed because of course you immediately have people on the left saying, well, we need, you know, to beef up our gun control laws and what's available for purchase and who can get them and how, and how easy it is to get them and blah, blah. And then you have, you know, Republicans fighting for gun control and you have people somewhere in the middle that it doesn't really matter what their political affiliation is. They're, you know, maybe they have some strong beliefs in the second amendment. They're more of like a, you know, like a, a, a single cause fighter, if you will. But is it wrong of me to say it's, I, it's, I wish some politicians would come out and be like, listen, we can do this one of two ways. We can either enact gun laws and see if that works, or we can just shut the fuck up about this and just realize, Hey, this is a part of life and stop worrying about it. Just like car accidents. We're not going to remove cars. People die in cars. You want guns, people will die of guns. Stop whining. Yeah. <clears throat> is that is that like super, super just emotionless and dickish? Well, in a lot of ways, I feel like that is very, very in line with your mayor from Texas a few weeks back that came out and said, deal with it. It's going to be fucking cold. Like, I don't necessarily disagree with it, but I think a lot of people are. Right. right but, the, but I think the difference, yeah, I think the difference there is the mayor was <laughs> refusing to help. Well, we have a government that's saying part of our government, not the whole government, of course. Well, but that's saying, a refusal to help in a lot of ways. I think, well, I think no, I think similar. the refusal to help is. Well, you have one one uh, the other side of the political spectrum that doesn't want 
to do anything. And then you have, I think, honestly, a bunch of people in the United States say, no, we don't want these laws. Well, then, okay, I respect that. If, if, if we are a country governed by the decisions of the people, loosely, <laughs> even though I don't necessarily believe that either, then if the majority of us want to keep access to guns as they are, then we cannot whine about this shit anymore because yeah, I think we have I think been right. offered to fix it. I think that's right. I think it's a yeah. hot button issue. I think people these days, because they're, well, it's not, to be clear on the, the mayor thing, I, I'm drawing the parallel in the callousness in, in you know. It, okay. I, I'm not necessarily, it's not the same scenario, but if the politician <laughs> if the politicians will come out and say something along those lines, I feel like that's basically what that politician did, regardless right. of what the impetus is or or, or why yeah. he was saying it. Um, I don't know. I, it's ridiculous. Like it gets me frustrated. Again, I've said it before. I've been saying it for I've been saying it for ten years, <laughs> and I don't know why I still am where I am. Outside of I love the team that I'm working with now, but. I, I lose sleep sometimes at night that I work in tech because I think that's the root of fucking everything right now. I think that Meaning? is probably 75, 80% of the issues that we have today boil down to the fact that technology in the form of software and computers has eradicated so many things that we as humans hold dear to us, whether it is communication, whether it's community, whether it is networks, whether it is how we get media, whether it is how we uh, drive or walk to the store, because now we can just tap a button and get an Uber and go. It, it's so convenient. It's so easy that we have lost all semblance of hardship and difficulty and 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 pressure in our lives that everything is fucking a problem. And so you got on one hand, people like this asshole out in Boulder who have never had to struggle with anything in their life. And so whatever he's pissed off about and depressed about, maybe he's been bullied for the last five years online by a bunch of assholes. He doesn't know who have called him, you know, a Sandan or a Muslim or whatever else, you know, that because they're a bunch of, they're a bunch of jerk offs, mm -hmm. whatever it is, we don't still don't know what, 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 what's led him down this path. You got that. And then you've got the mob on the other side of it that doesn't care about spouting off. And I'm included in that mob because I, as I said earlier, I, I, I have folded in, I fold myself into these situations because the vast majority of people are not concerned with the repercussions that are going to come with it because they don't have to see it face to face. They get to say something, close their laptop and walk away. And that's it. They don't have to deal with meeting up with Jim and Jane at the store and Jim and Jane at the store being like, what the fuck did you post that for last night? That was pretty fucked up. You, do you really mean what you said? Like my child was one of those, was one of those 10 or, or, or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. There's no feeling anymore. It's, it's, it's there. It, people are completely numb to that kind of stuff. And that oh, is you just all. have these social. Okay. I see you saying you're like these trolls out there that are just spouting off fucking hate. Not even, not even trolls. I think, I think it's regular people, regular, the, People are so much different online than they are in, pe or in person, or at least mm -hmm. for the most part, right? I think that we're slowly graduating toward 
acting out in, in, in public and in, 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 in primacy, like we are online. I think that that's starting to bleed over, which is why you're starting to see a lot of these ridiculous laws come or, or legislation even be proposed, but it's all, it's all predicated. It's all, it's all, it all started with, with online people. And it happened way too fast. I'm not saying software is bad. I'm saying we were shoved into this thing, um, unbeknownst to us. And it's been here for 12, 13, 15 years tops. And we don't know how to deal with it. It's, we do, we do not know psychologically what kind of impact this has on people. I think we're starting to get some pretty solid data around what kind of impact it has on people. But, 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 but yeah, in mass, we, we don't know. And that's, and that's what I mean by software and technology are the problem. People are no longer accountable for what they do because they're just a little egg on Twitter or they're a little, you know, they're, they're Gina four, three, two dad, heart shape, whatever XXO. Mm -hmm. And that's not a person. Right. You know, so so okay. Let me ask you a question because the you saying that because it's what we do on this podcast. I try to think of like as you're talking. I want one. I've been really trying to focus on like what is Jeff saying specifically. Like yeah. not trying to think of a retort, and this is not a retort, but I have an actual like like small paradigm shift in like that way of thinking. So I don't absolutely. I don't. In fact, I don't really disagree with you at all in the fact that tech and these these online um personas that we've developed are absolutely detrimental to society as far as just like this sense of community and society and like like this culture of caring and like all of us being in it together yes i feel like that we have we're losing that at a a rapid rate alarming rate yes but i also think and, and, and the, um, I guess I'm, I'm theorizing here is that there's only, a, I, I really truly believe that a lot of the negativity on the internet, you know, like I think I've, I've said in a past podcast, Mark yep. Manson, like wrote an article about this, that it's usually like, it's like six to like, five, what is it? Like five to 7% of like, like the negative shit we see yep. or like the majority of the, the negative shit we see is coming from like six or 7% of the inter- users on the internet. Yep. Like I would argue, and again, this is not necessarily in the same vein, but I would argue that technology is also like you and I get to do this. I get to talk to you every single week. I get to see your face. We get to record this shit. We get to share it with our friends because technology is, I think there are some like extreme positive positives in it. I also think like even through COVID, the fact that all of us, you and I specifically, you know, we're people who are working from home that still get to keep their jobs and be effective to a degree and, you know, still interact with their coworkers. That's all because of technology. You know, 20 years ago, this would have been nearly impossible. So there's positives to it, but I agree. I think, unfortunately, this is just the problem of the time. And in 10 years from now, I'm sure the problems will be substantially different from what we are. So at some point, like we tend to course correct to an extreme. Like I think you see all of the negative shit online. Then you see the opposite of that is this like uh, shit that we talked about in the past. This like these like social justice warriors and all this stuff coming out. It's like almost having to balance out the fucking vitriol and hate on the other side. 
And so I wonder, you know, like what happens and like, you know, in 10 years from now, like, do we get past this? Do we figure it out and then move on? Do social networks change? Do, you know, do all of a sudden, does the power get pulled away from these social platforms and it becomes more of like a platform owned by the people? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happens. I don't have answers, but it's, but it's interesting to think about. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot there. Um, so I, I don't think, I don't think Manson is wrong. I, I think Manson's exactly right. Unfortunately, that is a very pointed and very absolute statistic, right? You, you're not looking at it in the sense that you're looking at it. Yeah. You're looking at it. Absolutely. Okay. I think the more appropriate way to look at it is this Boulder guy he saw 90% of hate and vitriol because that's yeah. what the algorithm served him. Right. Right. You and I might only see 5%. Right. But I've, well, I've done, it, I've done experiments with Instagram, like where, Oh yeah. Dude, it's I, creepy. I do it all the time where, yeah. where, where, where I will, I will follow these 10 people. And the next thing I know, that's all my feed is. And I'll go yeah. up. This is overloaded. Unfollow, yeah. unfollow, unfollow, right. unfollow, unfollow. You know what but, I'm saying? Okay. So that's a really good point. So, so what percentage of, how do I word this? What would you argue is the percentage of responsibility on the person, the individual's side versus yeah. Is it just, okay. Is it a lack of education? Is it a, you will inevitably seek or find what you seek. And so if you're going to put yourself in the position of following people with a certain type of belief like system or you know, go to websites that you're getting the information that, you know, validate your point of view, kind of like a confirmation bias type deal. Is that partially the individual's responsibility? I think that's 100% the individual's responsibility because I okay. believe, I believe that everything is the individual's responsibility. That's, that's my okay. belief. Like to know that it's like it, to take yeah, a step back yeah, and be able happens, to like, it's your fault. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. you, there are things you can do to avoid shit happening to you. That's just the end of the the day. Yeah. You can be dealt a, a bad deck of, deck of mm -hmm. cards, a bad hand of cards, but you can also do good things with that hand of cards versus going and doing bad things. Right. right. So, so I, I think that, I think that that is agency is solely on the, the, the person that's doing the thing right mm -hmm. now. Instagram is dealing that hand of cards. And so it is up to that person then to figure out how to best play that, how hand. to play that hand. Right. Yeah. To your point about, I like this analogy, the, again, the, the 5%, the 10%, the whatever that number is, the really, really big difference in technology and software and social media is 20 years ago, Boulder guy would have been, cast aside he he there would have been a number of people that are like oh i don't want to go deal with musim right that was his name musim or is his name i don't um, know whatever his name is hold on um, i can tell you in a he's second a here. fucking weirdo or he's got some troubled issues he's got some demons in the closet and you wouldn't hear about musim or he would be the guy that lived in the blue house down the down the street that you didn't you didn't go to near his house because because he was a sketchball right or there would be a number of people within the community that were like, God, we got to really go help Masim. You know, we got to figure out what's going on. He's Ahmed. hurting. 
Ahmed Al Alawi Alyssa or something okay. like that. Um, he's hurting, you know, like how can we go help him and lift him up? Like, like what, what, what's going on in his life? Like there would be some camaraderie within the community to try to lift him up and try to help him through this hard time. I would argue at least in Kearney, Nebraska, that was more often the case than the, the, and that, and that's a fairly big city in comparison to a lot of small towns in, in, mm-hmm. in the United States, right? Small communities. The difference today is, Amon gets to get online and find all these assholes that agree with him and fuel mm-hmm. his fire. And so now there's a glorification behind what he does. And he gets to mm-hmm. go, I'm going to go do these 10 things because it's going to make all of these people excited and happy because they are are, are in agreement with me. Right. And that's yeah. a very, very, very substantial and significant problem. I fall into that trap all the time, not with these types of activities, but with good activities, you know, Oh, this Mm -hmm. is going to impress so-and-so I'm going to go do this. That, that weighs into my decision-making every day that weighs into decision-making to every every decision. Right. Right. So I think that that is a big, big, big contributor to a lot of, a a lot of what we're seeing. Right. Um, and then there was one God, what was the, the last thing that, uh, that I was going to hit on in the, uh, in the, in the algorithm. And hmm. now maybe, maybe it wasn't, no maybe it wasn't that important, but yeah, I read a little bit about this kid yesterday, just like as they, like more information was coming out, but like, uh, apparently like, you know, he's shown like signs of like, you know, aggression and anger in the past, like in high school and stuff. Apparently he was on the wrestling team or I don't know if he didn't make the team his senior year, but anyway, and then he, also would apparently like people that he had, uh, I, I guess, questionable friendship with, he would say like he was, um, oh, what was the term they used? Like constantly feeling like people were like making fun of him or talking about him. Um, what's the term? Paranoid. Paranoid. There you go. Paranoid. He was like, he had this sense of paranoia about him. Like, so I think so-and-so is talking about me and they're like, I don't even think they're looking at you, my friend. So it's like, you know, and again, so like, you know, who knows if there's any type of mental issue there whatsoever, there may be. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I agree with everything you said though. I think you're right. I think, I think there's, there's definitely this, this shift in, the United States. And, and maybe it's because I'm older and maybe this isn't a hundred percent true because I've heard older people say that every single generation feels something similar to the way we feel about our current sure. situation, you know, sure. but you know, is it do, have we stopped caring so much about like other people? Have we stopped, ha- have we become so self-centered and, and concerned about our own fucking problems that everybody else is, just don't matter or we can't empathize anymore. Is it like, is it just truly, truly a lack of empathy all the right, all the way around? I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I, I fucking talk about this all the time, but you know, like that newsroom, the newsroom, the show where freaking Jeff Daniels gets up there and fucking does that whole spiel about why America's not the greatest. But the, at the very end of that, he says like this, and I, I still think it's great. It says, um, he says, we, the, he's talking about, he just goes to the, for anybody who hasn't seen this, I recommend Googling, you just type in newsroom, America's not the greatest country 
scene and you'll watch the whole thing. It's like five minutes. But anyway, he goes through and says like why he's arguing this. This The whole point of this is this 20 year old girl stands up and asks him a question. You know, why do you think America is the greatest country on on the planet? And so there's all these answers and stuff. And then Jeff Daniels kind of is like forced to answer the question. He's like, it's not. And then he goes into all these reasons of like why which is interesting and there's factual, like it's all factual too. But at the very end, he says something very cool. He says, but it sure used to be. We stood up for what was right. We fought for moral reasons. We passed laws, struck down laws for moral reasons. We waged wars on poverty, not poor people. We sacrificed. We cared about our neighbors. We put our money where our mouths were and we never beat our chests. We built great big things, made ungodly technological advances, explored the universe, cured diseases, and we cultivate the world's greatest artists and the world's greatest economy. We reached for the stars, acted like men. We aspired to intelligence. We didn't belittle it. It didn't make us feel inferior. We didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in our last election. And we didn't, we didn't scare so damn easily. It's like, that gives me chills because it's like when I, I think I of my, got, I just got goosebumps. Oh, because it's that you think about like, you think about like our grandparents' generation, that's the world they grew up in where yeah. like you stood, like men went to war because they chose to, not because they had to be, yes, there was drafts and stuff, but like, men, and not only like, chose to, but wanted to, wanted to because they like, knew it was right. Yeah. We're fighting for like what we, and it just feel like I, I truly don't believe that if a major world war broke out today that you'd see a lot of like our generation and younger being like, yeah, sign me up. I got to go fight for this. We'd be yeah, like, I fuck that. I, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, and maybe it is. Maybe we just come a fucking society of a bunch of sissies. I don't know. Well, and that goes back to, I think, a lot of the what I was what I was talking about. Like we've we have lost an understanding of what difficulty and stress and, um, and those types of things are, you know, um, everything is done for us. Everything. I mean, this is a very, a very diluted and, 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 but it's the, but it's the start, it's the start of it. And I can already see it. And, 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 and I'm coming down on him, but, um, my son, he, he, and my daughter as well. They're two and five. And the. When we're in a hotel or when we're at someone's house who doesn't have Apple TV, okay. the look on their face of disgust and 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 sometimes to the next level, the complaining that takes place when they have to sit through a commercial. Like. It sounds funny to us, but it's it's a serious thing to them because yeah. they watch Apple TV. They watch things on demand. They don't deal with commercials. They fast forward mm -hmm. through everything. My mm -hmm. daughter is two and she will say, fast forward, daddy. Like, mm -hmm. no, you're yeah. going to sit through 30 seconds commercials, maybe two minutes of commercials. Right. Holy shit. <laughs> I and know understand what it's like to be patient, what it's mm -hmm. like to not have what you want at the exact moment you want it. Right. The Amazon primes of the world. And, and going back to your point of like this technology affords us to do this, right? Mm -hmm. They're not mutually exclusive. I'm not saying that technology is completely bad. 
I, there right. is there is no, more I, yeah, good. That, there is more that. good that comes from technology than there is bad. Mm-hmm. The bad shit, however, I think is more impactful and has more detriment to society on the whole than mm-hmm. the good shit has. We we yeah. are fully capable of driving to the store and getting our groceries. We have been for years. We are capable mm-hmm. as a people of going out and shooting an animal or foraging for berries and things. We've done that for even longer. We don't mm-hmm. need the person to bring us the food and drop it on our front doorstep when we push a button on our devices. We don't mm-hmm. need that, mm-hmm. right? But we've become so reliant upon it and so complacent in it that now everything is a problem. We've already forgotten about BLM by and large, right? That was one of the biggest things that's ever taken place in the history of my lifetime, 40 years. I have never seen anything like that. It was like the Vietnam protests. The Vietnam protests went on for 10 years though, because those people actually gave a shit. Those Mm -hmm. people actually wanted to stop the war. Today's people go, BLM, BLM, because it's the an entire fucking, fucking it's the gener- cool, like an entire it's decade the cool was thing spent. to do. Yeah. And then changed, when the next like thing comes along with fucking Trump leaving office, now all of a sudden BLM is nothing. We've forgotten all yeah. about it. Instead, we're dragging them through the mud because there's some assholes down in Atlanta that were leading this BLM cohort and funneled some money away from it into their own private stashes, right? And and now we're 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 it's like, what? It hasn't even yeah. been a full year, people. Yeah. It's just put your f- fucking finger up and figure out what way the wind's blowing and then go that way. Nobody yeah. gives a shit about anything anymore. There's no, there's no passion. There's no. Yeah. And our focus is so easily me. shifted. It's all me to your point. It's yeah. all beating of the chest. It's all. What is this going to do for me? Right. Well, and then let's take this to lighter subjects, like stuff that's happening right now that like all of this, everything that we're talking about applies. So there's two things you have. Have you heard all this shit going on with fucking Kylie Jenner and her fricking makeup artist and crap? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And people are pissed that she like gave five grand and then fucking posted the thing or whatever. Yep. It's like, that's what people want to spend their time bitching about. Yep. It's like, well, well, you couldn't have given more. Uh, she gave five grand. What? why is that a problem? Move the fuck on. I just, I understand their point of view. I understand. It's like, you have more money than God. Just fucking pay the thing. Fine. But it's up to her. It's not, you don't get a vote. You don't get a vote in this decision because does Kylie Jenner get a vote? How your, your finances are distributed. Correct. Shut the fuck up. Correct. And what people don't understand today, I still hold on very strongly to this for, for the most part. I'm not as good as I used to be because of, that convenience factor we were just talking about. But what people don't understand today is instead of bitching and moaning about it, just stop buying Kylie Jenner shit. Just stop watching, keeping up with the Kardashians. If you feel this strongly about what she's doing with her finances, stop doing what you're doing with her. And guess what? She doesn't get her fucking finances. The only way that woman has money is because your guys's eyeballs are glued to her. Take your Mm -hmm. eyeballs off her. She's done. She is not a talented person. She's great at branding. We've established that. She's not Mm -hmm. a talented person. She has no, uh, yeah, she she has no tools or anything that she utilizes to make. It's just all eyeball money. So take your eyeballs Mm -hmm. off her 
And guess what? Yeah. Now she doesn't have the money. And now we don't have to worry about who the fuck she's helping and who she's not helping. Right. Yeah. That's again, then that's a bigger problem too that I've, I've started to like get more and more irritated with is like the amount of time and effort people put on fucking celebrities. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's, why it's do we absurd. care? It's absurd. Jesus. If people would put even take 10% of that effort and focus on themselves. Yep. Jesus Christ. Or their fucking children. society would be fucking like just leaps and bounds ahead. Or their neighbor or I mean. Yeah. It or fucking be, someone in need or all. Yeah. Go right. fucking spin up all your fucking bullshit online and support like that actually goes and fucking like calls out a decent cause for something. I mean, Jesus fucking, it just drives me nuts. It's, it's bonkers. It's bonkers. Yeah. But, but yeah, back to the original question. I don't, I don't know the answer. I mean, I, I am, am not a, I, I know one start is term limits on politicians. I know another fucking big piece is what you always talk about lobbying. There are so many things that we need to do to this goddamn government to pull power away. But the answer is not just blanket legislation of getting, I, I know that for a fact. I know that for yeah. a fact, because that's not, that's not going to, that's not going to do anything. Guns are right. still going to be there. There are more guns in this country than there are people in this country. You're not yeah. getting rid of them. And if yeah. you do, people are going to find a way to get them. And if you yeah. do find a way to eradicate them somehow with some gigantic magnet, people are going to figure out how to do it otherwise. They're going to start 3, 3D printing them in plastic. It's, the, there's, there's always ways there's around just, it. Yeah, the people that do these things aren't putting the focus on their neighbor or themselves. They're putting the focus on the celebrity and then, mm -hmm. and, and that focus is not leaving until they have what they want. Yep. It's too bad. It's too bad. It's too bad. I wonder, and we tell, we've had this conversation so many times now and it all leads all, all, all of these conversations, whether it's politics or fucking, you know, uh, social justice issues or fucking influencers or everything else we talked about. It all leads back to this thing. It's like, does the fucking pendulum swing back to something that is normal or is it just always going to swing so far one direction until it hits a fucking fever pitch and then swings back the other side? Are we just in a constant swing as opposed to like, Hey, does this thing ever slow down? And like, I don't know, maybe just the swing is smaller and it kind of stays in the middle, maybe a little extreme either way, but like not, it just seems like it's so far out there anymore. It's like yeah. all of our course corrections go so far the other direction. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and well, and that's it, it's tough because that is a. I think it was you. I was explaining, yeah, a couple podcasts ago, where I was saying I don't, I, I really don't think that it swings back the other way because I think this generation and the generations below us are too big. They've grown up online, um, it too big in terms of population size. They've grown up online. They haven't dealt with these things. They don't have the tools to deal with these things. Um, and I'm saying all that. I'm not. I'm not saying that these people aren't nice people, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I'm. I'm. I'm friends with most of my friends are younger than me. I'm friends with 25 year olds. You know. Mm -hmm. um, I'm saying 
again, back to the, the conflict piece, there's this really great article in the New York Times that came out maybe in 2017 or 18. I can't believe I just said that there's a great article in the New York Times, <laughs> but it's called The Tyranny of Convenience. And I read it again the other day because I read another article that reminded me of it and I've got it saved in my in my pocket. And I go back and I read it every so often because it really is just a truly great article that points the that, that paints the picture of what we are doing today and how we we constantly occupy we have time in the day and as soon as we 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 put things um in place to take care of specific tasks it frees up time right because it's convenient mm-hmm. so like with the example of uber i now can just i can multitask as i'm as i'm taking my uber here or or going to the grocery store i can have my groceries delivered i don't have to use the hour to go to the grocery store but now i've got to figure out something to occupy that hour of time that i would have utilized going to the grocery store, right? So now I'm online or I'm doing this, right? Washing clothes, folding clothes. I no longer have to do that. There are things that fold my clothes for me, right? There, mm-hmm. There's now a washing machine that washes my car. So it's all of these, the whole article is centered around the time that we lose, the time that we gain by putting convenience into it is actually time lost because we're no longer spent we're no longer spending any time doing things that are meaningful. We're doing things that are just meaningless and completely and uh, completely ridiculous because because we, we we have everything that had meaning in our life is now done by something else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where is it going with that? Um, oh yeah, so 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 the people, right? So so by and large, a lot of people I know, a lot of the younger generation I know. They are they are either completely anti confrontation, like they will not even enter into a confrontational argument in a face to face space Mm -hmm. or they are very, 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 very anxious when they do it. Now, that could be because they are just extraordinary people and we have evolved as a human race to a point that we no longer need conflict my bet is because they don't have the tools necessary to deal with conflict conflict that's that's my bet right i would okay. be willing to put money on the fact that growing up in the internet generation in a face to face situation they don't know what to do they don't know how to handle themselves they don't know how to argue through these things they don't know how to debate through these things it makes them uncomfortable it makes them anxious whatever and so they 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 choose not to do it or they opt not to do mm-hmm. it. Um, so going back to the question of like the pendulum swinging the other way, I don't, there was a, there was a broader point that I was going to hit. Um, um, hmm. Jamie, what did I say five minutes ago before I started all that <laughs> fucking tyranny of convenience <laughs> stuff? Um, Huh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know that the pendulum swings the other way because, um, yes, that's why I was bringing in the tyranny convenience, the conflict thing and all that. We are so, myself included, we're so reliant and uh, needing of, of, of that immediate gratification of that thing being solved at that point in time. I don't think we're willing. It's, it's it, the gun control. Ban all guns. Mm-hmm. That's the solution. 
no, we're not going to actually put in the time and effort to try to get to the root cause and try to understand the problem and try to solve it in such a way that might take five or 10 years. Just blanket gun control. That's what we need. Blanket gun control. Easy fix. Makes us feel good. That's what it is. That's what has to happen. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what's happening in in politics too, right? More so than it ever has in the past. We're not seeing whether or not Obamacare and things like that can work because new people come in two years later and vote it down and don't give it the time that it needs to be able to prosper the time that Mm -hmm. it needs to be able to take effect and be able to actually expand its roots into all of the areas that it needs to, to see if it's going to work. It's just, it's, it's a, it's the next crew comes in, digs it all up, throws it out and goes, okay, now let's plant this thing. It's going to work because we all, we all, we all, we all have, it's, it's, we all want to fucking beat our own chest and we're not willing to put in the work to see if this thing will actually take and hold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We just have to have it now. So I don't think it Hmm. shifts back. That's all to say. I don't think it shifts back because I don't think, I think it just, it's going to take an, it's going to take a complete mental shift from 350 million people to shift their mindsets away from that. I need this right now. I need to think about other people. And I, that I don't see happening. Pessimistic Jeff yeah. today, Wednesday, March 24th, 9 a.m. <laughs> Pessimistic Jeff. Well, I mean, unfortunately, it's like just look at all the shit that's been fucking going on. It's it's fucking so much easier to be pessimistic than optimistic at this point. So, I mean, I don't fucking hold it against you. I've, you just voiced it today more than I have, but I, I don't disagree with you, unfortunately. So we can't debate it. Yeah. The shitty thing is I'm generally optimistic about most things, I think. But yeah. that's just one where... I wouldn't call it pessimism. I would call it realism. And I I hate that cliche, but it really is. I mean, it's people today cannot myself included again. I'm not, I'm not excluding myself from any of these people today. Forget what fucking happened yesterday. They forget what happened the day Mm -hmm. before. Yeah. They have a really hard time working on themselves and fixing themselves it's always fixing other people or fixing other things, you know, and and that's just that's not going to change. There's just there's yeah. not. If you can't work on yourself two days back to back, how do you expect me to believe or think or be optimistic that you are going to work on yourself for six months time in order to rectify the fucking situation that we have today? It's just not going to happen. That's not pessimism. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Well, I don't know how we fucking tear ourselves away from this shit. (laughs) And not a good note. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude, I got a question for you. We haven't really talked about this. I don't think even just off pod, we've talked about this. What are your thoughts on all this NFT bullshit? Oh, dumb. (laughs) Dumb. Why? Dumb. (laughs) Why? I mean, I don't know if I, well, I'm not, I mean, it's a very, 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 very basic statement, but I don't necessarily agree with it. But what do you, why, what do you think? Uh, dumb. (laughs) 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 
So yeah, no, I don't know, man. I think it's fucking. I think it's interesting. Very, very interesting. I got a buddy I honestly, who. Go I got a buddy who just bought some of those uh, fucking those digital cards. What are they called? What the fuck? Why can't I? <sighs> <laughs> those fucking. Um, what's the brand that's releasing all the, all the digital uh, like the Pokemon? Like, <laughs> well, those two. No, the freaking basketball cards that Tops. are NFTs. Tops, yes. Clear. He bought Is a it pack. really? I was totally. I, was I totally don't know. Joking. I get. I, the top sounds like the. That's a big brand. I don't know if that's right. Donruss. Uh, Fleer. Upper deck. God, how do you remember all this? I don't know. I'm just. I'm just pulling deep. I'm going deep into the. I don't know, dude. I honestly don't know a lot about NFTs. Like on one hand, I sit here and think it's absurd, but then on the other hand, I think. I used to collect baseball cards and I had a gigantic collection of baseball cards and still do. So, um, no, I, I, I don't know that I, I don't know that I know enough about them. Um, I do top know, shot NBA top shot is the fucking group. Don't know what that is. I do know that, um, you know, I would like to sit down and do some sort of mathematical evaluation on what well, I can remember Honus Wagner being one of the, one of the most expensive or, or, or high worth baseball cards when I was growing up, I think it was because Honus Wagner might've been the first baseball card or the first baseball player. I don't remember. Um, but that card was, uh, yeah, I don't even, I don't even remember worth $50,000 or something like mm-hmm. that. I'm not even going to say a number cause I don't even know. Um, I would like to see the equivalent to to nfts today it seems to me like nfts are going for absurdly high prices like i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're new and there's like this shine on them i think sure but that's what makes them even more absurd because collectibles things like that art they gain value over time you don't it's not just oh hey here's this new artist boom 660 million dollars you're talking about people yep. 69.3 million. Yep. Jesus. That art was though. He did that over like, I think it was like a year or whatever. It's like every yeah. single piece of digital art he did for a year. Yeah. Not saying that. I mean, I mean, look at the shit that fucking like what banks he sells for and stuff. I mean, these people are still alive, you know? Yeah. I, the way I look at NFTs are like no different than anything else. Like, like you said, like art collectors or fricking sports card collectors or, uh, you know, people who collect wine. It's just a store of value over time. It's like, it's just a digital. So like, let's say you had like a fucking Babe Ruth ball card, right? And you have this card and you keep it in this glass case. Well, the thing is, is like, you potentially could be rocking a fucking fake, you know, like copied version of that. Just with an NFT, it's no different. It's just a digital version of the exact same thing that one cannot be damaged in time and it cannot be faked because. Well, today it can't. Well, yeah. Assuming that, you know, there's not a severe problem in blockchain technology and it gets hacked. But as of right now, you have proof in a freaking publicly accessible general ledger that says 
you know, so-and-so sold the, you know, freaking serial number one of this NFT to so-and-so they're the now they're, they're the owner of that. No one can argue with that. So, well, but didn't they say in the beginning that blockchain and Bitcoin was like the most secure thing? And haven't we had multiple million dollar hacks of Bitcoin and, and those are, those hacks are happening at the wallet side, not the, the coin, not the actual block itself not the actual blockchain itself is that right yeah because you can't hack the blockchain why because the blockchain is essentially a massive massive like network of computers so the only way to truly hack it would be because it's not one machine that like you you'll have a machine that posts something to a block right and then that block before it's like actually added to the chain needs to be verified and that only verification happens from another massive network of computers so there's no one network or one computer you can go out. you would have to hack the entire blockchain network that's never been done so it's decentralized essentially was that what where i'm going with that is like there's no one place to go right to fuck up anything so we've got these nfts these non-fungible tokens which that, is done all on the ethereum network what happens when we've got a wallet for these nfts so i can show there's just there's you, no chance that that ever happens that I'm like, hey, no, this is oh my, no, my people. This is my people artwork. And then the next thing I know, someone stole my people artwork and now they own it. It wouldn't be able to steal it because there would be no nothing on the ledger that says that so and so bought it. But now could you essentially I mean, is it possible that someone inserts a virus that could potentially shut down or, you know, erase data or whatever on the block. Yeah. It's possible, not likely, but it's absolutely possible. Yeah. Thing is, is you wouldn't be able to just go steal it from someone because that, that ledger exists on the entire blockchain network. So yeah, but it's technology. I just, I don't, the whole, so the reason, so like, for example, when you, when you go like, let's say if, uh, you know, like Unless when you there's see only one of it sitting behind lasers in, in a fucking <laughs> 400 inch thick bulletproof glass, like the Mona Lisa? yes, then I don't believe that it can be hacked or, 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 or stolen. Right. It's just the not in 2020, not in 2021. Exactly. But you got to go through a shit pot load more than just and typing in some numbers and fucking inserting <laughs> a virus into something. Right. Well, the thing is, is, I mean, you got to, that's part of the, like, I think Again, the draw software fucks everything. <laughs> right. Uh, but I think that's also some of the draw of like this, this whole idea of a decentralized ledger and network is because it's, you can't go attack just one thing. If you're going, it has to be a kind of like fire sale attack on the entire network, which no one's done. Now, granted, is it, is it, ab, is it I possible? Bet no one's tried. Oh, I guarantee you probably some people have tried. I mean, the fact that anonymous can take down the most secure. Right. So like why, you know, you'd think somebody like them would be like, go up. Like, let me prove you prove your point. And I just don't know. Like, again, I don't have like this extreme knowledge in it. I have a pretty good idea. I've been listening to a lot of stuff and reading a lot of stuff. So I'm fascinated by it. But because I'm more interested in like, what are the pros and cons of this long term? Like, what is the value? Mm hmm. 
And like, for me, as I continue investing in this stuff, it's like, I want to know actually like, where are the pitfalls? What are the risks? So I don't know. I think they're pretty interesting. I think it's also stupid. Some of the stuff that's being put up for NFTs, like, like Jack Dorsey's first tweet. It's like, really? For two and a half million. Yeah. I just, and that's, I guess, but again, people collect weird shit. So, so I mean, it's for the time being, it's one more thing for people, for the elite to flex their dick, beat their chest, whatever else on like that's, that's, that's all they are right now. I haven't, I haven't seen one baseball cards were fun. They were enjoyable. They taught people the value of of collecting things and trading things and bartering and this that like I don't I don't know if you collected baseball cards I would mm-hmm. trade base here I'll give you these three for these ten you know oh right. okay throw in a stick yeah. of licorice and we're golden right <laughs> um, throw in a stick like, of fucking juicy it, fruit we got it, a deal my friend it, yeah it taught you about capitalism and bartering and 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 you know it taught which you, you can things. still do with these. Not but quite I as easily. I can't. Well, no, you can't. But you you could go Ex- fucking. Exactly. You could go get some freaking uh, top shot cards and do it that way. Top shot NFTs. I can get top shot NFTs. Oh yeah, anybody can. TS NFTs. <laughs> TS at the BK Lounge. You guys got. <laughs> Hank. Not without TS, baby. Not without TS. <laughs> Not without, Not without TS NFC, NFTs. <laughs> Not without TS NFTs. Oh, can I get in? Not without coops, baby. Not without coops. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know anything about them. I know what they are. Um, yeah, I haven't. I haven't. My paid buddy any Steve attention. bought some. Bought a pack, and we opened them. It was kind of a neat deal, you just to see them. how it all works. You huh? open them. You open them like. Like, so you get like this digital thing and then you like, it's, it's, you know, there's, it's part experiential too, of course. Cause like you click on it, you open the pack and then it shows you the list and then you can click on each one and you actually get like a little video, you know, it's like a little video clip as opposed to a still card. It's and like that a is video the clip. only, no, that is then the they, only they all have serial numbers. So you, so the lower the serial number on those, the more valuable they are. So let's say like on some of them, they only make like a hundred. So, you know, if you have 98, not so great, but if you have one through five, all of a sudden the value of those cards are higher, but then some cards, they make up to like upwards of 10,000, just like back in the day. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But so that, so the video, so this video, let's say it's a video, it's top shot NBA card and it's a video of LeBron James dunking. Right. And like the fucking, like the NBA finals game. And is this a video that has been on ESPN and all that? And so I've seen it before or is this like a never seen video number four scene that's a good question i'm not sure who whoever's behind top shot i'm i'm assuming probably owns the rights to some of these videos whether they've bought them from somewhere and maybe they're just selling the little clips so so that you could is, essentially own like the one serial number of this little clip it's no different than owning like the first serial number of like a trading card just this one is a little video instead of an actual like physical card so this video is online somewhere. So there's just really no way that I don't know that this video is not online somewhere. Right. I, I don't so, own, I don't own the video. I don't own the rights to the well, video. Okay, let me, let me think of it this way. Okay. Let's say I download a song. Okay. Le- okay. Let's say I'm Jay-Z and I have the, the MP3 audio file for name a name a fucking 
Jay-Z song. The Ruler's Back. The Ruler's Back, okay? Okay. Jay-Z now copies that, sends it to his buddy. Take a listen to this. All right, who, who that's fine. We right now it's simple with two. We know that Jay-Z still owns the original, right? Jay-Z knows that. In the music industry, they're called masters. So, but in this case, I'm right. trying to make it simple. So right. now you take that and you're like, well, I'm going to send this to 15 of my friends because this is a fucking banger and I want them to hear it. Okay. Those 15 send it to fucking 15 and so on and so forth. At some point you get so far down the road, it's all of you have a copy of the exact same file. We just copied the file over and over and over again. Who owns yep. the original? So that's all this is. So it's that's because all this is. That's all this is because now we serial number them all and then we put them on a blockchain in a ledger. So it says, this is the person who owns this version of it. So Got it. The, the person who owns the very, very first one has the most value. And then it goes down from there. Basically. See, and, and, and this is where, this is where it starts to get even more absurd to me because <laughs> <laughs> with baseball cards, with record albums with there was a finite amount of them mm -hmm. and so that's what that's why art is valuable well no right? there are finite amounts of these too so no, they're not i could theoretically copy it you three, can't copy three. and paste these nfts you can't why there's not? no way to do that. I, I was using that as just a oh. way of like music to show like value and like gotcha. in this in this specific nft instance it actually allows not only for them to be like serialized and in order, but then there's an actual ledger that says so-and-so owns this one that everyone gets to see. It's, pu it's public knowledge. Right. And there's zero way to copy it. I don't actually know. I don't know enough about like these NFTs. I would argue that, I mean, you could copy it and send it. Yes, of course you could copy. You could take I mean, a screenshot of the damn thing. Jack Dorsey's first tweet is out there. Like I can that go can take be, a screenshot of it, but I the can, fact of the matter is, is would you buy that website? from me? Let's say, but the thing is, is now this person who bought that for two point, what did you say? Two and a half million, 2.5 million. This person, because he owns the digital copy of the very first tweet, he can go sell that. But if I was just to go take the screenshot off Twitter and it's like, Hey, I'll sell you this for 2.6. Cause this is a good one. People are like, go fuck yourself. Well, you can sell it right now while it's hot. While NFTs are hot. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious as to whether that's where I was going to go in 10 okay. years, Let's hear in it. 10 years. Um, no, earlier when you said, what's this going to be like in 10 years, whatever we're like, are we going to be dealing with new problems? What I was going to say is no, we're going to be dealing with the same problems uh, because Sandy Hook was 10 years ago. So I bet a lot of people were sitting there going, oh, you know, this, we'll, we'll be dealing with different things in 20 years. No. It's also we're, sad we're, when you say that, that nothing's changed, but go ahead. Exactly. We're in the same exact fucking place. Right. Um, if not worse. But no. So the art is valuable because there's only one. The art cannot be re I mean, it can be reproduced, but it's not reproduced. Yeah. This like thing, Monets like, are replicated. It's just you're not don't have the original Monet. Right. So, so, but, but it's only replicated, uh, you know, a certain, it's never the exact size. It's, a, I could get the exact same tweet and <laughs> I could duplicate it, but you three don't million have times over. the original one. Doesn't matter. Like, I, yes, you can go buy a very, very, very good replica of the Mona Lisa, but you don't own the Mona Lisa. 
But but the scare I just I cannot wrap my head. No one wants to buy the fucking replicated version of Mona Lisa. It's not invaluable. The the original is. (laughs) But there are not (laughs) there are not three hundred and fifty million replicated Monets. There are like I would disagree with that. I'm sure that's probably on that many postcards, but you know what I mean? Oh my God. But it's not like, like you're saying like on canvas and whatever, I get it. Right. The number of times that Jack Dorsey's tweet has been replicated since 2008, when he first tweeted it has got to be, it's got to be, but you just bought the, this digital version of that tweet from the guy who sent it from the company who, where it was first sent, you essentially own that. That's where, like, I think people have a hard time rapping. How do you own? I, do. I am. I am one of the hard, <laughs> I am, I am one person. of these people. How do you own something in like the digital realm? It's hard to wrapping because for us, we are a tangible goods people. Like I want to be able to touch it and feel it. And like, I want to touch this it. Is mine. I want to touch, touch it, but it. I can't. <laughs> I want to touch it. Yeah. But yeah, no. So it's, it's definitely interesting. I, I have not seen anything that is so exciting to me that I'm like, I have to have this, but I'm getting close. But you know, like for example, <laughs> I heard Kings of Leon, their next album, they're going to NFT their next album. I, I heard that too. So it's like, you could own essentially the master. Yeah. Of arguably the worst band that's ever been created. <laughs> hey, is fucking Nickelback following them up with their banger? Because I want that one. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I mean, that's kind of cool. The other thing, too, is like, do you get royalties on that then? That's what I want to know. That's the only thing that I I've been able to wrap my head around that. If I get Jack Dorsey's first tweet and anytime the New York Times embeds it in their site or or references it or whatever, if they're sending me a fucking fraction of a penny each time. Cool. Let me get, let yeah. me buy that NFT. If it's just to put the NFT on my wall and say I mm-hmm. have the first tweet, then kill yourself. Yeah. You don't. You're the first yeah. to go. Yeah, it's going to be weird because how we do you display that stuff? Yeah, we don't need you. Yeah, no, I think eventually, like, again, you're because not, there's, you're it's not shiny needed. and it's new. People are like, ooh, this is cool. I think yeah. over time, some version of this will probably, like, live on. But, yeah, like, I could see it being cool for, like, music and, and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't know. It's fascinating to me. I love that all this is happening though. This is, it's, I think it's forcing a bigger conversation around like decentralization decentralization of like things like this. Like maybe, maybe the politics is next. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I know that like world banks and, and people, this makes them nervous, but again, because it takes away, they, they get to manipulate them where in this case, nothing can be manipulated. So it's like, it's taking control away. I mean, you know, the funniest, that's so fucking weird. And I still, every time I think about this, it fucking like warps my brain a little bit and it takes me a minute to get back online. But that this idea of like, like fiat currency, fiat currency is essentially any currency backed by a governing body, right? Mm -hmm. So the U S dollar is a fiat currency. We have that right there. Like the true value of American dollar, the American dollar is made up. Correct. It is. It is 100% controlled. The entire dollar is made up. The entire, the entire exchange of currency and today. Right. 
is essentially a fucking myth. a myth. Yep. It's a fucking co- like mental construct. It's a social construct like sex and gender. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, that's fucking weird. And then like the whole idea of like fucking like, like stores of value being like gold and stuff like that. And like why that's so important. I just, it's so fucking weird to me. Like I'm learning so much about this and it's just also terrifying because then with everything going on in the government with like this new most recent fucking stimulus package and how the government can just create money out of thin air and everyone's worried about inflation and man. Yeah. It's been a, been a good learning experience. It'll be fun to see it evolve. I mean, somebody will just as they always do come through and figure out something else to do with it that will make yeah. it more valuable, I think. So it'll be fun. As of right now, I think it's it's silly, but it's it's because I don't understand it. Um, but I am excited to to see it grow and evolve. So yeah. well, you and I had a conversation a week ago about if you only would have jumped in on the Bitcoin train in 2012. Yep. You would have been, I would have been having this conversation while you're in a fucking mansion and I might have been in the guest room next to you. I would be sitting on, yeah, my yacht while looking down at the proletariat. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let them eat cake. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Well, I know it's about time. We got to roll. You got meetings. I got meetings. Fucking whatever. This is a fun um, one. I like this. We had taught, I had a lot of good combo in this one. This was a good one. We need to pick it up so. where we left off. Hopefully this NFT thing and Bitcoin helps we'll people have understand that whole episode yeah, about non-fungible tokens. Decentralization of the government would probably work too. The government, the government is the bank. If we're capable of doing with Bitcoin and finance, what we are without the bank, we could probably do the same thing without well, the, the government is somewhat decentralized. And I mean, outside of the fact that like, like from a location perspective, they're kind of all in the same place, but like it is essentially represent representation from every single state in the union is kind of like everyone gets a, a voice based on their representative. Kind right. Of. But, but they're, they're, it's the blanket law. But to it's remove better, them better, and then we all get law. to vote via the block so all of our That's votes are point. stored and we just count it goes we get rid of fucking the fucking whatchamacallit the fucking what's that stupid something college help me out the fucking the fucking people that get a vote the the chunks of votes electoral. for every state electoral jesus christ fuck the electoral college was, get rid of that it's like just university, a, of <laughs> university of phoenix university, university of Nebraska lincoln go huskers what am i close but uh no. Yeah. Where like we all just vote in some like blockchain yeah. and all those blocks get stored and we just go, it's like, Hey, most votes win done. We don't need federal bullshit. Yeah. yeah. We don't need Good. the bank telling us that fucking my money is insured to a hundred dollars, hundred thousand dollars. And that this transaction is going to cost 3%. And I don't need yeah. that shit. Just let me yeah. fucking have my money. Do you know this? this is the other thing too. Like this is the other thing that's fucked up about like why the banking system is fucked. And we already know this, this is pretty like common knowledge but do you know that like banks when you deposit let's say you deposit a hundred thousand dollars in, do you know that money immediately hits that bank and that money is is no longer yours banks only need to carry 10 percent of their value you know their net value in the bank itself and that's why banks make so much money because they take all you know ninety thousand dollars of the money you just put in there they keep 10 because they have to because the federal government says so fdic etc etc and then you 
they go out and then just use your money to go make themselves money. It's like, it's the, exactly like fuck? everything. That's what investment firms do. Yeah. That's what everything. Yeah. Insurance, like, co- you know, insurance like we, companies. That's what all of them do. Yeah. We can get rid of all those fucking assholes. We don't need exactly. you anymore. Exactly. All right, player. All Love right. you. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. March 24th. Happy hump day. All Opti- right, folks. See you next optimistic week. Jeff Day. <laughs> All right, man. I love you. <laughs> love you too. Faces. Faces. And that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen, for this week's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Please don't forget to download and subscribe to Inexpert Opinions in your favorite podcast app. And uh, it'd be doing us a huge favor if you gave us a five-star rating. That helps us grow. Growing's good. Everything needs to grow, including Inexpert Opinions. We're trying to blow this thing up, y'all. So, uh, yeah, rate us. We love you. Thanks again for listening. Bye-bye. Shut up and sit down.